재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Jane Eyre, follow my voice here and on the pedestal and we are talking about Mark Hamill. If you are a Star Wars fan or, or even a, a Batman fan, you may enjoy the segment. That's right. Just by saying the name Star Wars, so many iconic characters will come to your mind, such as Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia and Chewbacca. Good. Thanks. No Star Troopers. Ooh. Or as uh, Storm, one of our guests, Star Troopers. One of our guests. Uh, you said, said Star Troopers too. I never said. It. I said it only to make fun no. of you. But no, uh, one of our guests came on the show and she was talking about uh, the old Jar Jar Jinx. <laughs> Oh, that was great. So many iconic characters. Probably uh, the most, I guess, notable and longest standing hero would be Luke Skywalker. Of course, that role is played by Mark Hamill and which he is most famously known for. Now, in fact, this kind of happened on accident, both his success as Luke Skywalker and the success of Star Wars itself. Now, uh, Robert England, he was auditioning for the role of Apocalypse Now when he walked across the hall where auditions were taking place for George Lucas' Star Wars. And after the auditions, uh, he realized that Hamill, his friend, would be perfect for the role of Luke Skywalker. I love these stories. I do. So he just suggested to Hamill uh, that he auditioned for the role, and he did, and he got the role. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that just by 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 chance? Yeah. But I guess a lot more things happen by chance than we than we realize. That's true. Right? But it's fate. I mean, it was destined. Right. He was destined to play the role. Now, uh, in terms of the accidental success of Star Wars, the film itself was considered to be absurd and amateur until, with the help of some editors, the film made some clever cuts and auditions, editions, uh, not auditions, and rearrangements of the clips. And then it created this riveting space adventure as we know it. But if you watch the original cut, it's cringeworthy. Is it out there? I think you can find it, mm-hmm. yes. Now, with the recent reboot of Star Wars, uh, most the most recent installment of the movie series, you've probably been hearing Mark Hamill's name a lot more. And to be honest, when, uh, when the series first was rebu- rebooted, my first thought was, poor Mark Hamill. Because I was thinking how hard it must have been to escape that role and succeed as an actor mm-hmm. you know, after he finished the first Star Wars movies. And and I honestly had never heard his name in any other context except for Luke Skywalker. So I thought, what has he been doing this whole time? But also with Mark Hamill, I didn't know his real name until not too long ago. He was always just Luke Skywalker. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. You you see his face. You say Luke Skywalker and you and you haven't seen him in anything else, have mm-hmm. you? And I guess there's good reason for that, because to my surprise, Star Wars is actually insignificant in his career. And even though his face is remembered as Luke Skywalker after all the films, uh, there was a new hope for his talent. Now, uh, <laughs> I know I always cover voice actors, um, but I guess when you find out that your that your childhood idol is also the voice of your favorite cartoon villain, mm-hmm. then there's reason to freak out. Right now, Mark Hamill, he has made a very successful career voicing all kinds of characters uh, in animations and video games. But most recognizable is his portrayal of a villain from the 1992 Batman series. In fact, if you search Mark Hamill's name, the first thing that will appear next to his name is Mark Hamill, comma, Joker. Did you know 
that he was the voice of the Joker. And did you watch the 1992 Batman series? I don't know if I did. I probably didn't. Uh, but I did know that he was uh, the Joker. And I only found that out not too long ago as well. And I was also wondering, asking about this question. I think uh, he did, and he looks so different from the from when he was, you know, just a kid. And of course, age and time does have mm-hmm. uh, a factor. But I think not... Not too long after he filmed Star Wars, he was in a very terrible car accident. That's right. But that was actually in between the first film Mm -hmm. and the second film. But apparently, uh, I I was watching an interview as well. He also said that that was blown out of proportion as well. People said that he had had to do reconstructive surgery Mm -hmm. to his Mm -hmm. face. Well, it's not the... It's not the case. He had just broken his nose and kind of gotten a scar, which is visible in the in the second film, or I should say the fifth film of Star Wars and the sixth film as well. But uh, it wasn't, I guess, devastating to his appearance. I think age has just kind of changed the way he's looked. I see. Now, watching him, though, do this character is something else as well, because he does not look like the Luke Skywalker you know, as he kind of heart- hunches over his back and contorts his face in order to achieve the different voices, uh-huh. the villainous uh, voices of the Joker. Of course, there is the uh, maniacal laugh. Now, he talks about uh, creating the voice of the Joker and the laugh specifically because he said in the comic books, often there was just captions for the Joker, not much dialogue, but a lot of ha 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 and especially he 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 ho ho ho. So uh, here's Mark Hamill describing the thought process behind uh, bringing the Joker to life through laughter. His laugh should be like a musical instrument. It should sort of illustrate his mood. It could be ominous and intimidating. It could be gleeful and with wild abandon. But I didn't want to just have one rote laugh. I was driving in the first recording session thinking... How did I laugh? I'm on the freeways in in Los Angeles. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> no, that's not it. How many laughs can you do? Exactly. <laughs> I can never laugh on cue. It's the most awkward thing. But I think that's probably why he landed the part, because he knew that the laughter had to be the most defining part right. of that character. And Gosh. since then, not just the 1992 series uh, of Batman as well, he's uh, also done other versions of, of the Joker. I think... Uh, more recently, he did it in a, a video game. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not much of a video game player, but there is a, a recent Batman game that came out. Recent, probably within the ten, within the last ten years. Is that recent anymore? Now, being cast as the Joker, it did terrify him because most actors they they get really nervous before they go into audiences. Uh, Hamill had no problem though trying out for the Joker. Because he didn't think that they could possibly hire the guy who played Luke Skywalker to play such an evil lunatic. So when he went in, he just had fun, went in, did his own thing. But two weeks weeks later, they called him, said he won the job, and then nerves came on uh, immediately. And they only got worse because his friend came in and they told him, as he says, um, uh, you're pretty brave. And he said, oh, why is that? And he said... I wouldn't want to follow Jack Nicholson on anything. Whoa! And that gave him, you know, made him even more scared. Uh, but I guess he said too Is that, that really that, a friend, right? Yeah, Pete said that on purpose. Yeah, maybe not so much a friend, but you're right. Jack Nicholson did play a pretty good Joker, and now you know there's other iconic roles of of Joker himself. But mm-hmm. I still think that even though those players uh, did that, they created the face and maybe the movements of Joker. But still, you'll always remember Joker for that laugh. Now. 
as we were listening to that clip, I just can't help but hear Mark, Mark Hamill's like little kind of scrawny Luke Skywalker voice, you know, saying different Star Wars lines like, mm-hmm. uh, but with the blaster shield down, how can I see anything? <laughs> oh, it's so interesting to hear the voices that go behind these characters and how they're manipulated and changed to be disguised. Mm-hmm. Now, some other characters that he's done are uh, Melfor for The Legend of Spyro. This is a video game. Uh, Hobgoblin from Spider-Man. So at the same time that the Batman series was out, there's also a Spider-Man cartoon. Okay. And he did the Hobgoblin for that one. There was uh, Ojai from The Last Airbender. Have you ever seen that animation? No. Very good. People Don't watch the good. movie. Yeah. The, the cartoon is incredible. The evil cat from the Powderpuff Girls and Skips from Regular Show. I guess these are some classic cartoons that you might have grown up with. Now, aside from that as well, Mark, Hamill's, uh, he, he, Mark Hamill has been in the news, I think, recently for comments that he has made about the Star Wars film. I don't know if you've heard anything about this, but mm-hmm. with the release of the latest Star Wars film, he's getting a lot of attention because apparently he made comments that people thought were, uh, I guess, critical of the movie, of well, the portrayal of Luke yeah. Skywalker and of the director. Sure. He, he said that he, uh, he, he, because it was a new director coming in, he absolutely didn't like anything of his role. He didn't like uh, the, where his, the, where the direction of Luke Skywalker was going. And mm-hmm. he, Voiced that, voiced that out, and he said, "With that being said, you are still the director. So right. I just want you to know that I, I don't like what my, what my character is going. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, you know, but you're the director, and it's my job. I'll to do be it, an but actor. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not happy about it. Oh, he did talk about this. He said uh, when he worked with George Lucas that he wasn't as concerned about the the characters and their backstory. But then in the the Empire Strikes Back and the Return of the Jedi." They were both done by different directors, mm-hmm. and those focused more on the character and the backstory. And even at that, at that time, too, he had a lot of disagreements with the director. So he's been known to have very strong opinions mm-hmm. in that way. But uh, he did come back and say, uh, according to like wh- what he wanted to say himself, not anyone made him say this, but he said, I regret voicing my doubts and insecurities in public. Creative differences are a common element of any project, but usually they remain private. And all I wanted was to make a good movie but i got more than that at ryan johnson made an all-time great one sure he did let's take a listen to the remix of the original soundtrack the star wars medley <laughs> 